What is going on Thursday night, Destruction? It's your boy, Dave Destruction, which is making waves this week, folks. We are making waves, man. I'm telling you right now, I've had the best week since I've been injured happen all this week. I won't get into it right away because there's a lot to talk about, man. There's a lot going on. I was sitting on my ass watching the Yankees game. That was a nice little tease for me because the Yankees got all the way to the ninth inning, only to let Alex Avila beat him again. That's the one game I went to this year. Alex Avila beat him. Fucking ninth inning. That was fun. Fun to watch. The Yankees are still pushing for a playoff spot this year. Does it happen? I have no idea. Would it be nice because it's Jeter's last year? Yeah. So, yes, once again, Dave Destruction here tonight at 5 o'clock. It's a little different tonight because uh, I want to go to practice. So, sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, I was supposed to do a little something with one of the co-owners of Pro Wrestling Syndicate tonight. That got pushed, but I'm still going to go to practice anyway. You know, for anybody who ever gets injured in, the, in any line of, of work or business, when you're learning something in a school of some sort, it's always good to keep your face there. Uh, I, I don't. There's uh, one student in particular who, when he got hurt, he disappeared. Nobody ever saw him again. And then he showed up at the events, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll be back, guys." But you know, if you're so new in the business, isn't there a lot to learn? You know, still. Um, so I still go there. I help. You know, I do what I can. I stand in the in the corner per se, but I joke around with the guys and. Even the newer guys come up to me asking me for advice, which is really cool. You know, I mean, I, I really appreciate, you know, when somebody would ask me for something. You know, like, I'm not a trainer. You know, that's the guy in the ring. But, you know, for, for anybody who needs guidance, I mean, not for nothing, there's a student on the roster now. His name's Dave. Uh, he started just a little bit ago, and I would hope to say that I'm one of the reasons why he, you know, got in gear. You know, got in gear, joined, and now he's there, and... Before you know it, the Ascension 2.0 will be there. Me and him are going to tag up. <laughs> but uh, So, yeah, I'm going to go to practice tonight. Speaking of PWS, I'll do my plugs first. Obviously, Pro Wrestling Syndicate presents All Fired Up. Uh, September 20th, Rawway Rec Center, stacked lineup. You know, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is your guest commissioner, so hopefully I'll get to catch up with him. Um, massive matches. The lineup is just ridiculously stacked we just added rob van dam so clearly as soon as contracts run out in wwe we are the first person people people that they call we don't reach out to them they won't work they're going to go to the where it's where it's best and, and that's pro wrestling syndicate including kevin matthews brian myers tag team titles are on the line impact players are back lance storm just incredible against the reynolds brothers uh i mean i can roll off a million matches because that's what it feels like it is we're stacked um, hopefully we get a three-hour show in and out. So the 30-man on-the-spot battle royal um, also happens. Um, I would love nothing more to be a part of that, but clearly, you know, after watching, you know, I'm a big football fan, and watching uh, Sam Bradford go down, tear his ACL all over again, it, you know, kind of brings the question up, do you come back too soon? You know, this is what happens. So he, you know, he's a skilled enough player where he could have just stayed out for the whole preseason. So sucks for him. I'm, I'm you know, best wishes to him and his recovery. They're going with Sean Hill. <laughs> Good luck, Rams fans, because that's going to be. Uh, I mean, he's decent, but he's no, uh, he's no Bradford, and he's not a starter. So 
Good luck with that. My my picks were last week. If you tuned into that show, which I actually looked at the numbers, since I'm such a numbers guy, it was like the lowest downloaded show. So clearly, all you wrestling fans want to hear wrestling and, and not the NFL. So sorry. So I'll stick with that, uh, the wrestling product, as much as I can. But staying in the NFL, I saw an article today of uh, – a, real, a little rumor ESPN decided to post about Jerry Jones tampering with Adrian Peterson. Would I love that? Yes. So for anybody, any Cowboys fans out there like myself, if you're not a fan of Adrian Peterson coming to Dallas next year or two years or whenever it's up, everybody's always oh, on the decline. And, oh, yeah, dude, he had a torn ACL, came back the next year even better. So I don't want to hear anything about decline. So that's AP to the Cowboys. And another you know, familiar story that's been going around, the uh, the NFL circuit before the preseason ends, which thank God it's over. Next Thursday starts the real deal. Everybody's fancy drafts are done. I got one more Sunday. The Pro Wrestling Syndicate School Fantasy Football League. There's about 14 teams. 14 students are in there. Pat's in it. Our trainer's in it. So he's not only going to beat our asses in the ring, he's probably going to compete with us and, and beat some of our asses in the fantasy football world. So one more football thing. Michael Sam. Actually, two more football things because I'm a football savvy Michael Sam is you know as everybody knows the first gay football player to come out before the draft uh the draft happens he gets picked up by the Rams um can you cut this guy can you release him without some crazy astronomical outcry by the gay universe this isn't a a knock on what they do or how they live their lifestyle but this is a knock at this is why this was a problem going in. I understand that like people are, you know, people say, oh, he's got job security. You know, same thing with like Darren Young or somebody like a professional wrestler who comes out and, and admits it. Nobody's going to tell you how you live your life. You could do whatever you want. But does that impose the new, uh, you know, somebody brought up affirmative action. Okay. Like you have to, you know, in the NFL, you have to interview a black head coach before you can hire a white one. So now does this set a new standard? Like this is a little, it's difficult to talk about because I, I don't want to offend anybody because, you know, I, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to go down that road and open up those doors. And I'm trying to clean up my act a little bit because I'm trying to get employed. That's another story. Um, but, you know, do, do you, can you cut this guy? Can you release him without scrutiny? That remains to be seen. Do you slip this guy on the practice squad, you know, just to say like, oh, he's part of the team, but he's not, you know, he's not going to be in the game or whatever. There's been so many damn jerseys sold, Michael Sam jerseys, that, you know, now it's time to, uh, you know, get your money back, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's, that's not good. But anyway, uh, one more thing about the NFL. They, they slapped down on this uh, – Domestic violence penalty. Now, we're, I'm talking about Ray Rice, and I posted a status for about three minutes and then realized, you know what? I don't want to debate about it on Facebook. I'll debate about it here if anybody wants to call in and debate about it. That's 760-888-5749. Is that Ray Rice allegedly beat the hell out of his girlfriend, dragging her through a hotel in, uh, in Atlantic City. He gets a two-game suspension. Two games. That's two-game checks. I don't know what that comes out to with his contract, but that's what he gets. Um, that was the penalty given out by Roger Goodell, our faithful commissioner. So now, 
what happens now? What happens today? Well, they slap a new, a brand new penalty for domestic violence. Now you get six games on your first offense. And then if you offend it twice, if you do this twice, you're banned from the, from the sport of professional football. Or at least the NFL. Maybe you can go play in Canada. I'm not sure. But now this, this poses the question. Are you really going to tell me that you can suspend somebody more for smoking marijuana than beating a female? Because that's, that's what it is. Josh Gordon has been suspended for a year. I get it. He might have had you know, his, you know, his run-ins with the law and whatnot. But let's break it down. What's the suspension about? The suspension is about abusing substance, a.k.a. either, either – uh, uh, weed or, or, or juice, steroids. You know, it's a substance abuse policy. So he gets um, a whole year, but you're going to suspend Ray Rice for two games. Now, why don't you do this? Why doesn't Roger Goodell go to Rice and say, listen, this is the new rule, and you're the first example we're going to make. You now have gone from two games to six games. You do it again, you're out of the NFL. Why can't they do that? You want to be a do-gooder, Mr. Goodell? Well, this is something you could do. Do good by that. But, again, domestic violence, not tolerated in any form, not just the NFL, but for Christ's sakes, you know. I don't think you should be, if you want to set the example, set it now. Don't say, okay, well, Ray did it. He's a bad guy for doing it. We got the two games here, but I guess that's that, and we'll we'll go forward for the next guy. Oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> the next guy that beats his girlfriend, we're going to give you six games. I'm going to kick you out of the league if you do it again. So, crazy. Anyway, so going forward, obviously I plugged the PWS talk. We can talk about that later if you want, if anybody calls in. This is, I know it's a different time slot because it is what it is. I mean, I, I got to... The, the schedule is actually going to change uh, for PWS. It's going to change its training days. So maybe I'll get back to my old time. So I just got to get, I got to stay relevant. I don't want to, I don't want to just not show up. It's just wrong. I don't know. That's the way I feel. But yeah, so let's see. The Yankees lost. Oh yeah. I'm just going to pull up my phone real quick and just go real quick to the group chat that I'm in. I'm in a group chat, which actually stopped just now, but it's with 10 guys from the PWS school orchestrated by the Prince of Aesthetics, Damian Gibbs. First of all, there's got to be a way in the new iPhone or something that you can eliminate yourself from group text. Because, I mean, sometimes I'll chime in, great. But sometimes I'm like, no, I, 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 don't, I don't want this anymore. I, I don't want to talk to you guys right this second. Like, no, for Christ's sakes, like, stop it. Going for, oh, wait, got a text. You got RVD now, right? Yeah, well, I get, you know, and not for nothing. You know, I'm on the air and people are texting and I get it. I can't, I can't uh, text you back or whatever. But anyway, going forward, uh, yeah, so PWS, RVD, all that good stuff. Uh, group text, please stop doing it. I'm also in a, a debate with which video game system to get because I'm a mark for video games and I, and I, and I still play Madden, and I stream my WWE Network on there and my Netflix and all sorts of goodies. So what do I get? Do I get PS4 or do I get Xbox One? Um, 
sources have told me that Xbox One isn't as good as PS4 when it comes to certain things that I do. I'm not Mr. You know, loser guy that stays, you know, plays online until four, like 4 a.m., uh, you know, competing against kids from Baghdad <laughs> and, like, and beating the shit out of kids um, in like World of Warcraft or whatever the hell games are popular now. I, I'm really out of the loop, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so what's, what do I get? I don't know. I no idea, actually. So with that being said, I, I really don't have a clue as to what um, system to get. I'm going to get bought for my birthday, which is awesome because now I don't have to spend the money. And that's it. Which one I'm going to get? I have no idea. We'll find out. So with that being said, I will go into the week that was. And, and first, before I go on, um, prayers are going out to Jake Roberts. I, I don't know the actual details of it all. I, I, I tend not to follow all the rumors that hit the airwaves. But supposedly he is unconscious and he's got uh, a little bit of fluid buildup on his lungs and a pneumonia and... A lot of bad things, which really, really sucks because this guy just recreated his whole life. So, I mean, for this to happen to him, kind of sucks. But anyway, going forward, I was going to touch on something about somebody popping off at the mouth again. Um, but I'm going to try to keep this as positive as possible for this show. But I'm kind of over it. I really am, and I tried to squash something with somebody over the weekend, and there was a Facebook status up for a little while. I deleted it, I guess, three days ago because I just I'm not going to pay any more mind to it, okay? You open your mouth, you're going to get in trouble. By me, maybe. By somebody else, who knows? But it's, it's not good. <laughs> I recommend you stop. So it is what it is. I was called bipolar. Now I would just call myself passionate. <laughs> and since I went down with the injury, I've been nothing but positive. So, I mean, yeah, I'm going to have my bad days. You know, I'm going to have my days where I feel like, oh, my God, all is lost. But come on. Like, is what it is. But anyway, hope you're enjoying your commute home. If anybody's listening on their commute home, other than Mike Francesa, because we all know how much I like him. And uh, so anyway, let's go to the week that was, man. The week that was. And it it really... Things are finally taking off, and it's, and it's great because this is the time. I need this to happen now as I'm coming up on, you know, I just passed nine weeks since my ACL was repaired. You know, I got hurt at the end of March. So April, May, June, July, August, September. It's coming up on six months, and I was told six months, six to eight months uh, to be a full recovery. So now's the time to get employed and to get my ass in gear. So, with that being said, Monday night started something pretty big. In, in not only my career, but in the, the futures of, of Pro Wrestling Syndicate, because we're on to big, big things. Um, and, and that's it, really. But before I get into that, I'll take this call. It's coming from a wacky 111 number. Thursday evening destruction? This is Dave. Who, who's this? You can... Whatever. That's fine, too. Anyway... Uh, going forward, uh, so, yeah, so Monday Night Mayhem started on Monday night. Now, I'm a numbers guy, as I say, all the time, and it's only Thursday, and this show has gotten over 2,000 views. Now, I know that, you know, 
which I'm going. I, I know that there's there's different things, you know, that get a, a million views a day, and like that's fine. But let's keep let's like let's keep it real here. We're pro wrestling syndicate. We're big on the East Coast on a, as far as a live audience is concerned. But we have you know almost twenty thousand, if not more, likes on Facebook. So we're our name is out there. People know who we are. So for two thousand to you know, view this show is a big deal, not only for me, but for the exposure of the company. So me and David Adams are now the hosts of this Monday night show. And I didn't know how it was going to go. I was really, I was kind of scared. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like all day Monday, I'm, I'm pacing back, ooh, excuse me, pacing back and forth. Is this going to go good? Is it going to suck? Is anybody going to watch? Uh, but I was sent the final product, I believe a week ahead of time. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe a little less. And I, and I watched it through, and I'm like, this is friggin' amazing. Like, this is great. You know, kudos and hats off to, to the Shining Wizards member, Eddie, who has just killed it. Killed it, man. And his production work is bar not, like, just... And, and he sent me another thing the other day, and I, I obviously I can't release it, but, like, I'm like, wow, like, how do you... It's amazing. I was I can't put it over enough. And I told him today, you know, if for whatever reason things happen in my life where I just just shoot up and who knows, like in, in any realm of the business or even outside the business, I said, dude, you're coming with me because if it wasn't for this guy, I wouldn't be where I am today. Let's let's backtrack. My first podcast I ever did live in a studio was The Shining Wizards. Uh, my first you know, backstage interviews was helped by the Shining Wizards and Eddie. All the friggin' my my Titan not Titantron, the Cinditron or whatever we're calling it, the big screen at PWS, my video done by Eddie, all the videos done by Eddie. So then after that, you know, now he produces Monday Night Mayhem. Which with the with the the, the genius, the stroke of genius that, that Eddie is coming up with. Eric, at the same time, is doing great things, too. He's given us, you know, what we need to be talking about. And, you know, it, was, it gave me that feeling of being on air where I was like, this is what I was made to do, man. Like, this is what I needed. And uh, it, it was just, it, it was great. And, and I had so much fun doing it. Like, I do apologize to Eddie for all the takes because I, I, didn't, I didn't screw up at all. It was all Adams. So, um, but with that being said... You know, we're heading into, we're steamrolling into week two, where, you know, I saw a little bit of it already, and I think it's going to be better than week one. As we, you know, let's, let's, let's here, as we record this, you know, as we're recording this, you know, episode by episode by episode, um, I got more comfortable, and I felt more in character, and I felt like I was doing a better job. And then we did the, the commercial, which, you know, it is what it is, but... You know, I, I had fun doing it. Um, what's your call? Hold on, just responding to the text here. Okay, that was dead air. That's what I tell JP never to do. But um, anyway, so yeah, so at, we did the commercial. I said I was, I, you know, I was just being my goofy self, and I'm like, I'm gonna cut the sleeves off this shirt, you know, and I did. So that's a true statement. But um. You know, it was just really fun, and it gave me this 
this rush where I'm like, okay, there's a camera rolling in front of me. There's a producer telling what to do. There's a co-host right next to me. There's a, a guy saying, you know, giving me cues in my face. Like, it gave me that real big, like, holy shit, like, I'm doing something pretty cool here, and I just hope it takes off. With that being said, I think it will take off. And starting in September, you know, September 1st is, is Monday coming up. There's something even bigger happening. You know what I mean? So, like, and PWS announced that already. So if you haven't checked out the Pro Wrestling Syndicate Facebook, do, do yourself a favor, follow them, find out exactly what's going down. Um, come Monday, it's going to be better and bigger. And then episode two comes up. So it's like, holy crap, like, we are picking up steam as we head towards the fall lineup which I don't give a crap who you are. Take a look at our fall lineup and tell me there's a better show. You know, starting September 20th, going forward for the rest of the year, tell me there's a better, more well-put-together independent wrestling show out there. There's not. And I guarantee you, we are doing better bookings than some people, maybe even on TV. You know what I mean? Like, that's how confident I am in this product. It's just one of those things where everybody's like, oh, you're drinking the Kool-Aid and you kiss a lot of ass. And it's not ass-kissing if you can you know, actually give it proof that, that we're doing bigger and better things. Like, I don't know. I mean, you're going to have to just find out for yourself. You know, come down September 20th. Find out why, you know, PWS, you know, why we are who we are and, and how, how good it's going to get. And I can't stress it enough but hey you guys be the judge i won't you know i won't do it forever i I won't tell you how it's going to be and how it's going to go and these guys are booked here and we got bigger names coming man you thought you thought september was good shit you ain't seen nothing yet taking a swig of water hold on so anyway so that's monday night mayhem i would love to hear your feedback on this show i really would seven six zero 888-5749. 888-5749. The good, the bad, the ugly. I talked to one guy today. gave me a couple tips. Um, but everything's been positive. So please, I mean, I, I don't appreciate negativity. Never do I do that. But for Christ's sakes, call me in and tell me how bad it was or how good it was or if you're looking forward to it or something I can do better. So, and uh, that. So anyway, going forward. Now, if you thought Tuesday was great, I mean, Monday was great. Tuesday gets better because not only do I wake up to so much positive feedback to Monday Night Mayhem, I come to find out that it's my last day for physical therapy. As on, this is on a personal level. And, and I took a group photo, and it's part of the poster from the, this promo poster for this week's show, and I posted it before. And those are the people, and a couple people weren't photoed because uh, pictures weren't taken because they weren't there that day, so I really apologize for that. Um, but it was just... You know, they gave me more things to do. Uh, I have a list right in front of me of protocol, what I can do going forward from this point forward. Uh, tomorrow in the gym, I am doing legs. Like, imagine that. I know if Gibbs is listening, which he's not, but he's going to be like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You know, I'm able to do wall squats. I'm able to do calf raises. I'm able to maybe even do the leg press tomorrow, which I'm excited about. And I, I never got excited for legs because I never appreciated them which, hence, you've seen me in the ring, and you've seen that I've never had a good legs, which is why some of these guys wear pants. So maybe that's the direction to go towards. But, yeah, so I graduated physical therapy, and it was just, it was awesome, man, like to leave there and say, I don't have to come back here anymore. Not that it was a bad place, because I had a great time doing it. 
But, um, you know, I, I just, I left there with the confidence knowing that I'm on the last, last, like the home stretch of this. The home stretch of this whole recovery. You know, what happens next? I can't tell you that anymore because there's a lot of shit going on where I have no idea what's going to happen. When I'm well and ready, am I going to get back in that ring? Yes. I, I've been telling people that since day one. Um, and, you know, going forward, Tuesday was great. I had a great workout after that. The, the day just kept moving forward, and I was happy. Now, let me go back to Saturday, all right? Because this is, chimes into my next story, which is probably the best story of them all. Saturday, I'm on my way to a barbecue. Um, and, I'm, and I'm expressing to my girl next to me, and I'm like, listen, like, I'm just I'm fed up and frustrated with not, being, not working. So, of course, I can go get rinky-dink jobs here and there if I really wanted to once cleared. So, supposedly, by September 8th, my doctor gave me an estimated I can do everything. Everything I was doing before I got hurt. So... You know, I was like, you know, I don't want to get some rinky-dink job, you know, because it's just not, it's not what I want to do. And so I told her, I was like, you know, what, what do I do next? What's the next step? You know, my resume is out there. It's everywhere, man. If, you haven't, if you're in the workforce and you haven't seen my resume yet, there's something wrong because I send it out daily. So finally, I'm, I'm looking at my Facebook messages and I'm like, oh, you know, it's funny because – I reached out to this guy back in May, and there was no response. So I was like, eh, whatever. And I told her about it, and then she says, well, why don't you just shoot him another message? Follow up. Even though he didn't respond the first time, follow up. Tell him you're still looking. So I decided to reach out to one Dave LaGreca of SiriusXM. And little history, he was one of my, he was one of my teachers at my broadcasting school. So he knew who I was, sort of. I mean, some people... There's so many classes when you're a teacher, it's hard to really, unless you stand out, unless you stand out like a mother, you know, like you're not, teachers don't always remember you. So I hit him back on a message. I said, listen, you know, Mr. LaGreca, I've been doing this, this, and this. I'm a pro wrestler for Pro Wrestling Syndicate, but since I've been sidelined, I, you know, I was up front with him, told him I tore my ACL in the ring. Um, you know, I've been doing nothing but broadcasting now. I, I, I'm doing my own podcast, which has over 8,000 downloads. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to stroke my own ego a little bit because why not? I have to. I got to sell myself, right? So, yeah, 8,000 downloads. And, you know, PWS had the confidence in me to do their play-by-play and do color commentary next to Sam Roberts and, and David Adams. And, and now I'm doing the backstage interviews where they think I, they're confident in me that I can deliver on that. And then told him about my writing for Vicissitude Magazine. And, you know, so I, I basically talked myself up, you know, and, and that's what I was going to do. And my last line was, because I remember him being a Cowboy fan like myself, I said, you know, hopefully for a good, hoping for a good Cowboy season, let's pray for 8-8, eight and eight. <laughs> and that's it. Within about four minutes, he messages me back, and he says, hey, I do remember you. Shoot me a call on my cell on Monday. We'll chat. I'm like, my mind just went just blew up i was like wait a minute like i sent him an email already and now he gets back to me so now i'm like oh okay great so that's what i did call him up on monday ready for this this is the best part call him up on monday um you know doing my thing talking to him again basically what i just did was i i, I talked to him just as long as i did um 
basically, I just basically reread my email that I sent him, told him about all the stuff. He asked me about my trainer, and he, you know, because he's had Pat in studio a couple times. Um, he's asked me about, you know, the, the circuit of, of, of Pro Wrestling Syndicate, and so we just bullshitted. So finally, I said, you know, listen, if I could shoot you my resume, anything you could do for me, that'd be great. And uh, he he said, yeah, shoot me your resume right after we get off the phone, send it to me, and I'll see what I can do for you. Best part is, and then he goes, and then he goes, and when you're available, maybe we'll have you in studio one day. So I said, all right, fine. I mean, that that'd be great. I would love to sit in on a show. So, you know, um, what happens next? So then, after obviously Monday Night Mayhem goes down. Next thing you know, I get a I get a message for, on my email thing, little Facebook messenger thing. Um. How's tomorrow, he says. So right away, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, it's Tuesday morning. I'm, I'm about to go to physical therapy. I'm like, wait a minute. He wants me in studio tomorrow, like the following day? I wasn't going to hesitate, not for a second, man. Not for a second. I got out of bed. I went to the mall. I'm buying new shirts. I'm like, I got I to gotta knock the socks off this. This is not so much an interview per se, but a, but a chance to... Show them what I got, you know, show them my personality hasn't changed. And if anything, I'm more positive and upbeat than I ever was. And so that's what I did. You know, I went up there on Wednesday and that day was just yesterday bonkers. Like I was starstruck as soon as I got off the friggin' train, you know, I got out of the train. I'm, I'm walking around the big city and right there, I kind of had a moment to myself and I might even post this as a status because it's a really feel good kind of kind of thing i six months ago i went down with an injury and i thought the whole summer was over i thought my life was over you know and i was like am i ever gonna (laughs) i mean i know it sounds stupid but i was like am i ever gonna walk again like of course you're gonna walk again but at the time i'm like this sucks my life's over but to be walking in New York City by myself, no crutches, not even a limp, walking. I looked around. I took the air in. I mean, it was the hottest freaking day of the year, of course, the one day I go. But uh, I took all the air. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm, things are moving. Mayhem was great. Physical therapy is over. I'm in New York City headed to a serious satellite radio to be a guest in studio for Busted Open Radio. And let me tell you something. Well, first of all, I walked to the building. It was about two miles, so I was a little sweaty. <laughs> so I, I bought a bottle of water outside, and I saw a guy that looked kind of familiar. I said, well, that guy looks familiar. Why do I? And I'm like, hold. Like, it clicked. Bam. I'm like, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> so if anybody's paid attention to my Facebook or Twitter a couple months back, or, or for Christ's sakes, for a couple of years, they know my displeasure for a guy like Stephen A. Smith. But me being Mr starstruck network through all the good shit and um whatchamacallit hold on texting um so yeah so texting and i mean uh, i mean i want to network so i was like okay let me go up there and introduce myself so he was on the phone i was like all right i'll just wait until he's off the phone i saw him hang up the phone his phone went black so there's he's not doing anything on the phone he's so i went up to him and i was like hey steven before I can even, like, extend my hand to shake his hand, which seems to be happening to me a lot lately, shake my hand and tell me to buzz off, but uh, he goes, I'm texting, and he leaves. He walks away. I'm texting, but the, the screen was black, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, okay, well, everything I thought about you was freaking true. 
So anyway, going forward. So I get into the place. I go up to the front desk and I say, hey, listen, uh, I'm here to see Dave LaGreca. And they look at me and they're like, Dave Sturchio? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. You know, oh, here's your guest pass for the day. Here's your credentials for the day. Go upstairs. Uh, floor 36. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Which I have my little pass here. And it's like, they still have it. I'm never going to get rid of it. The shit was cool. I mean, it's a piece of paper. But to me, I marked out for it. Um, so I, I get in the elevator. I, before the elevator doors can shut, Sway from MTV <laughs> it jumps on the elevator with me. So I'm like, oh, hi, Sway. And he's like, what up? I'm like, I, uh, nothing, nothing. Just going up to Sirius. He goes, yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, well, uh, well all right. <laughs> Just starstruck, felt like an idiot. And I felt like Jim Carrey in, in Dumb and Dumber. They're like, well, big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Like he had nothing to say to Sway. So anyway, I get off the elevator. I sit down. And again, another celebrity comes walking up, and I'm like, this guy looks crazy familiar. And I'm like, who the hell is this? So they're treating him like a celebrity. They're like, here's your bottle of water, sir. You know, like, we'll be with you in a second. Some guy comes out to get him, and they're like, yo, DMC. It was friggin' DMC from Run DMC. Christ's sakes. I'm like, you couldn't realize that? Like, right there, you can sitting right next to you on a couch, waiting. I couldn't say nothing, just fumbling my words. So anyway... Going forward, I finally go in. So I'm hanging out. I'm hanging out with them in uh, Dear David Destruction, How Much You Bench. Sorry, I just got a uh, little message. How much do I bench? I don't know. I haven't maxed out in forever. So anyway, going forward, um, I finally get up into his office. And it's great. It's so great. Like I'm, I'm just chilling in the office with... Larry Dallas, who I met yesterday, he's a manager on the independent scene, friend of Dave Greca's, and uh, his, his girlfriend, manager, met a couple of the producers, met a couple of the writers. Like, it was, it was awesome. So then we go, and we go down for a drink first, not an alcoholic drink. He needed an energy drink, so I just took a walk with him. We get into the studio, and if I can't tell you the rush that came over me, like, it was indescribable. Like, it really was. And I, and I didn't know how to react. I just... this. You see, it felt like I was seeing the tree at Rockefeller Center for the first time. You know, like all these lights and gadgets and ga like gizmos and gadgets and all these other shit. And I'm like, oh my god! Like this is. I see the microphones. I see the switchboard. I see the phone screening station. I'm like, this is it. This is where I need to be. And like, I'm. Uh, I'm sorry if I keep just rolling on. I don't know if the story's any good. I really don't care. But like, just being around um, all this was just, it, it was surreal, man. It was surreal. And I just got pictures. Aw, she loves me. Um, which we'll go, uh, you know, so I'm like, I'm sitting around. I'm like, this is nuts. He's like, take a seat wherever you want. We're going live in 15 minutes. And which is crazy, because you would think that like, all right, this is busted open radio. So it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, two to four. They talk about wrestling. So you figured... On top of that, I'm a part of a show in studio with Hulk Hogan and Rockstar Spud as the interviewed guests for the night. So, like, I knew it was going to be a big show. So I was like, shit, if my name gets mentioned on this show, it's a big deal. LaGreca delivered every, like, every three minutes, you would say, Dave Destruction in studio with me, at Destruction PWS, like, plug in my Twitter. I got, like, 25 new followers in, like, 10 minutes. My freaking phone was blowing up. I'm like, this is nuts. I was like, I can't believe he's doing this for me. And it was just, it was just crazy. So even if you thought that was great, like, I'm sitting there, all right, 
I'm sitting in a chair, and another guy walks in. Supposedly, another, he's a fan of the show, and he wants to walk in and, and just sit in and listen to the show like I am. But he's a, he's a wrestling fan. He's got a Ryback Rules shirt on. So right away, I'm like, oh, this guy rules. <laughs> so um, so he, he comes in. He's like, oh, man. And he looks at, right at me, and he's like, Dave Destruction. I'm like, you've got to be freaking fisting me. <laughs> like, this, no way. Like, there's, and I just sound like Evan on that one. I said, I'm like, wait. And I look at LeGrec, I'm like, you put him, like, you put him up to this? Like, you want me to feel good about myself because somebody just said my name? Turns out, kid's a PWS fan. He's going to 920. He's going. He's been there before. He's seen me. Uh, where did he said he saw me. He said he saw me at the TNA shows, but he said, you know, he's seen me wrestle. And then on top of that, the phone screening guy is at Keep It Five Star on Twitter. He's a fan of PWS. He said he was there for my first match. So now I got two guys in studio who know who the hell I am, which I was like, this is nuts. Like, I'm like I felt like a somebody for the first time in like maybe ever. That feeling of having somebody know who you are, it's just surreal. It really is. Like, I just, I couldn't put it over more. So my day's happening. The show is is happening. I'm just tuning it, you know, just taking it all in. And, uh, you know, it comes and goes, and it was over before I knew it. And I was like, okay, that's great. You know, let's go back and let's leave. I said my goodbyes to everybody. Everybody's following each other on Twitter now, and I'm making new friends, and, this is exactly what I wanted at the day. Uh, you know, he asked me for my resume again. I have a hard copy with me, obviously. I mean, I'm prepared. And, uh, and that was it. He offers to drive me to Penn Station. Things went well, man. Things went really, really well. And I really feel like this could be the start of serious, serious momentum. And I, I just, I'm excited. I, people, you know, even the guys at the Shining Wizards, Hit me up. How did, how did you get that connection? You know? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm destruction. <laughs> so like, you know what I mean? Like, these guys are, are just, everybody's like, wow, that was, that was big. That was a big deal. What, what it turns into, I have no idea. What do I want it to turn into? What, what are my future plans? What do I want? Yesterday, my friend Kristen texted me. Good luck. I've uh, been friends with this girl for 12 years. And she texted me, good luck. We're talking a little bit on, well, on the train ride in. And uh, on the train ride home, I texted her, told her it was, went well, you know, and everything was really cool. And she made a comparison, and it kind of got stuck in my head. And I sh- probably shouldn't, but if you're not shooting, like, all right, professional wrestlers, when you get into the business, who do you want to be? You want to be John Cena. You want to be Hulk Hogan. You want to be big. You want to be a marquee household name. So who do you think of? When you hear the, the, the three letters of UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, who do you think of? You think of the fighters, of course, right? She said that in, on Monday Night Mayhem, when I was wearing my black button-up shirt, that she reminded me, reminded her, of Joe Rogan. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I've always hated Joe Rogan. Not like on a personal level, because I've never met the guy. But like, I was like, ah, oh, this guy's annoying. You know, it's when he was doing the Fear Factor. And then when I first started watching UFC, I was like, what the hell does this guy know about UFC? You know, like, why are you even involved? So she says, you know, you remind me of Joe Rogan. You know, you're in shape. You train to do it, which I believe Joe Rogan actually trains to fight. She's like, you train to do it. I mean, you're injured now. You can't. But now you're, you're calling the matches. I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, you know. So 
I Googled Joe Rogan. And I said, well, what's this guy worth? You know, like, what's he, what's he making nowadays, you know? How many hundreds of thousands? Yeah, was I ever wrong? <laughs> I know he started on the, uh, the man show. And I know he, sh- he started on the uh, um, fear factor. So he got his small start, but he's still on TV. So what I'm thinking to myself is, okay, Monday Night Mayhem just started. That took off pretty quick. You know, I'm in studio with LaGreca. He's, he's dropping my name all over the place. I'm doing the play-by-play for the wrestling for PWS. I'm doing the backstage interviews. Like, maybe this is my, quote, small start. Maybe this is the jump, the jump that I need. Who knows? He's worth $22 million. God bless you, Joe. <laughs> Joe Rogan. He's got his own podcast, too, so... Everybody's got to start somewhere. So now a fire has been lit under my ass. I am going to deliver better quality programming from this point forward. I mean, I can't say anything about the first four episodes of Monday Night Mayhem because we're all shot in one shot. But uh, going forward at you know the PWS live events, on commentary, in the back, my podcast, getting guests, I want to go back in the studio with the Shining Wizards and record one with them one day soon if they allow it. I know they always have crazy good guests in there, but I would love to do it like a round table with them. Sorry, it's with the water. I'm thirsty as hell today. I'm sweating. Shit. Freaking sweating while I'm doing this freaking thing. I got to turn the air conditioning off so it doesn't buzz in the background. But anyway, so like momentum's being built, and, and I just I feel like I can deliver now in more ways than just in the ring. Of course, I want to go in the ring. Um, which I'm going, I want to go in the ring again. I want to kick ass again. I want to do everything I'm doing. Uh, you know, what the future holds for me? No idea. I have no idea. But what I know what I want is I want to be a household name in any way, shape, or form. And I'm 28. I'm going on 29, and if you're listening to this and you're hearing the sound of my voice, just remember you heard the sound of my voice now at the age of 28. Where am I going to be in a year? Where am I going to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years? I hope to God that something can give, some break could be caught, and, and, and turn this whole injury into the start of something amazing. And with enough positive, like, positive people around you, that's why I don't concern myself with the negative anymore. There's too much of that shit. You, I mean, that's why I can't watch the news. I was told by my friend Brett, turn on Fox News last night. So I did. And what did I have to see? I saw a legit terrorist, not even like just being stereotypical, a legit known terrorist going back and forth with the guy on, on Fox News. And I'm like, is this what's happening in the world today? Like, uh, this is why I don't watch the news. It's depressing, man. I, I can't. <laughs> like, I would just, I would be losing my mind. Anyway, the number to call in again, 760-888-5749. I got a feeling that not a lot of people listening live, which is fine. I'm, okay, I'm definitely okay with that. Um, this was all about me, <laughs> as selfish as that sounds. It was all about me today. Um, been going on for 45 minutes. Um, if I don't get any callers by the hour, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I don't need to do this all night. I have to be somewhere. I got to eat dinner eventually. Um, yeah, so, I mean... Just stay positive. You know, I, I'm doing a lot of things for a lot of people. Like, I've been sent messages, like, because of you and your your voice and your positivity, you know, 
I'm doing better things for myself. And I'm like, well, well, thanks. You know, and they're like, no, thank you. You know what I mean? It's a give and take thing. I don't try to be Mr. Bo Dallas or anything like that. I'm not, this isn't a gimmick. This isn't a character. This is me being me. And, and if you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, go be you, man. I, I'll call a spade a spade. I always say that. I don't know why. I'll call it how I see it. People have confronted me about getting them in shape. I'm not in shape. I'm not I'm like, listen, you see me with a shirt off. Things are bad news. Okay. I got, there's no six pack or, you know, like there's, I'm stronger now than I was before. I'm trying to lean up, but they know the drive I got. So like people have confronted me saying, listen, can you train me? Can you put me in the gym and can you bust my ass? And I've seen it far too many times. Personal trainers in the gym are the worst people I've ever seen. I saw a guy, the last time I saw a personal trainer in the gym, the guy was training a girl who I know, who is a mayor, and he could have impregnated her if he tried, okay? Like, he was doing the squats with her, but he was right behind. I get it. There's, there's methods and ways to guide up. But this guy was bumping and grinding. And I'm like, you guys are dogs. Like, and the amount of money that people spend on personal training is absurd. You're already paying for the gym membership. Why can't somebody just you and guide you? I never pay for a day of personal training. I had my boy Tommy kick my ass the first a month or two that I was in that gym showing me how to lift, what to do, what not to do, how not to lift. And and it was never discouraging. He would always tell me, like, if you can't lift this, go home, man. Go home. There's no reason for you to be here. Yes, it was hard, hard, tough love. But that's what I – and he never charged me. He's my best friend. Why would he do that? So why am I going to start? Why would I start charging people for advice and, and drive? Plus, it gives me somebody else to kind of turn into a monster, whether it be a guy, girl, whoever. I have more of, of intensity in that gym. And I said this to one former PWS student and, and girlfriend of former PWS champion. I said, I walk around like I'm a freaking possessed animal. There's nobody stopping me, man. If you're, in that, if you're in that gym and you look at me, you probably think I'm either listening to something really heavy <laughs> Or, uh, or just, I don't even know, man. It's, it's rough. I, 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 Ben, yeah. Okay. Oh, whatever. I'm sorry. You know, I'm getting sidetracked, but, um, yeah. So I'm in that gym. I'm busting my ass. I'm doing the things that I know how to do. And who the hell is this? I don't know. I get new requests and follows, and, and I'm like, I have no idea who you are. But anyway, so I've been doing this, so I want to help new people do it. You know, I, but in the same token, in the same sentence, I cannot stand when somebody is like, I'm going to get in job. I'm going to get in that gym. I'm going to, I'm, it's starting tomorrow. I'm in. No. You start today. You, you make time. I go to a new gym that's 24 hours available to you. What the hell is your excuse? And don't give me works tough. 
or don't give me, I have a baby, <laughs> all right? Get your ass to the gym. There's always going to be a way around it. People make it happen. I know girls that had kids that are in better shapes now after, after they had a kid. So I don't want to hear that shit. It's bad. It's bad karma. Uh, not karma. It's bad. Just stop making excuses. I had one friend hit me up who was a dear friend of mine. I'm getting in. I'm signing up after work. I haven't heard from you. I haven't heard from you in three days, four days. So where, where's your drive, man? Like, all it takes is for you to step foot inside of a gym, for you to feel that rush that people in that place are trying to better themselves. So what's your excuse? I, I'm never going to be what I want to be, you know, as far as like, then again, I can't even say that because who knows, man. I'm going to be whatever I set myself out to be. I make realistic goals. When I weighed in last week on Monday at 260 pounds and Kevin Matthews was like, dude, you're rehabbing a goddamn knee injury. Why would you want to carry around more weight? That makes no sense. I'm down 11 pounds in, in a week and a half. And this is somewhat changing my diet, doing better at that, hitting cardio like it's my job. Today I did cardio for an hour. An hour, 45 minutes walking uphill and 15 minutes, kind of like a cool down. But at the same time, I was busting ass on the bike. That's an hour of cardio. What is your excuse? I don't want to turn this into like an infomercial, but for Christ's sake. Like you see, like I tore my ACL. I thought life was over. What's your excuse? Like I got my ass back. There's people out there that motivate you to get up, dust yourself off and keep it moving. So do that. I should be a fucking professional motivational speaker. I am the Ray Lewis of the group of, of people that I hang out with, minus the murder. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe he's innocent. Who knows? But, again, I, I can't force you. I, I'm not going to, you know, you know, I'm not going to force you to get into the, to the, you know, the business of, of lifting weights. But, as much as this is going to sound weird, <laughs> I have to take a break. And I don't know how to do that while I'm recording. So, yeah, I guess, what do I do? <laughs> I'll put on a, uh, you know what, I'll put on a song. Like it's a, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. This is rough. When you have to go to, like, do something really quick, you have to take this phone call because it's something big coming in. Uh have to take it. So, yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see here. Coliseum video? All right, hold on.
Okay, we're back. <laughs> Let's do something real quick. Sorry about that. That was weird. Um, I don't even know what the hell I played. I played like two things. That DDP's music? My man, Diamond Dallas Page, back in October, 1031. Don't you forget it. So anyway, um, I don't even know where I was. Nobody's going to call in today because of the timing, which sucks, but whatever. It's okay. I, this whole, I just wanted to catch up with all you guys and show you the week I had, which by far is the best since I went down with an injury. Uh, things are in motion. I really, really hope that things move forward. Um, and, 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 you know, and that's it. Like, it's a short but sweet episode this week. I, I don't, I mean, there's a couple things I would love to talk about, but I try not to talk about WWE a lot because, I don't know, I mean, I will if I have to, like if I'm employed somewhere where that's my job. But, like, I'm nobody to talk about the product and bash it or whatever. But Monday night's episode of, of Monday Night Raw, oh, if we have to see certain things again, I might lose my shit. I'm a big fan of Brock Lesnar. It's the truth. Um, if things go down the way that they're looking like they're going down, I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> but it is what it is. I'm sure there's a method behind all their madness. Uh, congrats to Mr. Bull Dempsey with a massive article. Um, massive article on WWE.com about his working out and his journey here, which is awesome. Um, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, I think there's uh, plans, my weekend plans. As I said, Sunday I have another draft, um, which sucks because it's like enough's enough. I'm already in three. Let's, I don't have time for it. But tomorrow, 30th year anniversary, the Ghostbusters comes out in theaters again. So how cool is that? So I think me and Justin Carino of the Heavenly Bodies, Gigolo Justin, might go watch that. Don't know where. He said he wants to bring his nephew. I said, fine. Shit. Awesome. More the merrier, right? Um... I guess it's really it. I mean, it is what it is. I want to go watch the guys practice anyway. I want to see the boys. So, um, yeah. Again, I don't like leaving people with dead air because I hate that shit. So, again, ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. Follow them on Facebook. Big, big, big news on Monday. Make sure you do that. Follow me on Facebook. Look up Dave Sturchio. There's only one. Actually, there's two. One's my dad, but that doesn't count. Um, follow me on Twitter. That's Destruction, D-S-T-R-U-C-T-I-O-N, P-W-S. Uh, follow me on Instagram, which, uh, man, I never remember this damn thing. Is there, like, actual... Oh, it's Dave... Hold on, I'm looking at the damn thing. It's Dave Destruction. Just I guess that's pretty simple, right? Instagram, Dave Destruction. Uh, not with the E. So D-A-V-E-D-S-T-R-U-C-T-I-O-N. Go follow me there. I'm, I post way too much. And, uh, yeah, plugs for PWS. Obviously, the, the events are coming up. 9-20, something-something. I don't remember the date off the top of my head. But Foley's back in PWS, and so are the Insane Clown Posse. So be sure to do that. Monday Night Mayhem, make sure you tune in again this Monday night, 11 o'clock. I don't know when they're dropping the big bomb for PWS, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, and that's it. I guess I'll. I guess that's it. Yeah. So with that being said, it was a nice little solid hour. Um, 
I, I didn't want to talk to myself for too long, so I started losing my mind. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So keep it real, everybody. And uh, I will see you guys next week, hopefully with some, maybe some guests. Some uh, Actually, shit, next week is the opening of the NFL season. Oof. Now, we're, now, we're, now we're in a little bit of a bind. So, whatever. We'll go and leave it with a homicide theme song because I just watched TNA last night and he was featured and big fan of his. So, I'll see you guys next Thursday night. If it's changed for whatever reason, I'll let you know. Um, yeah, so that's that. I'm done rambling. Peace. Peace.